Blog Talk Radio. To all of our listeners, welcome to President Patriot or Puppet. On this radio program, we discuss current political issues with a interaction and intensity not heard on other shows, including the visual media. Our listeners learn and participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. If you have a comment for anyone on this program, call us at one. 1- Three four seven eight two six seven four zero zero. Now, the world would be a better place when Obama is absent as president. President Obama's staff clearly recognizes the dangerous territory into which the president's numbers have fallen. His job approval has sagged badly in recent weeks. For the first time in his presidency, Obama's personal favorability has turned negative in, a, in several different polls at the same time, including in a recent uh, survey of Bloomberg and Gallup and CNN. When a president finds his favorability numbers under pressure, he will often go out of his way to be seen doing regular guy things, you know, uh, kinds of things to avoid uh, a, uh, a perception that he's out of touch. Not going to the border with Governor Rick Perry was not one of those photo-op moments which Obama's life is full of. If it is the campaigning or has something to do with anything for the far left, well, he's got a world of time and to explode and exploit it. Obama couldn't be bothered to visit the border, even though he was in Texas that week to speak at three party fundraisers, you know, his party left-wingers. Unkind and comparisons have been drawn to George W. Bush flying over New Orleans after Hurricane Katrina. And though unkind, they are not inappropriate. Obama's defensive uh, response to criticism along these lines is, I'm not interested in photo ops. I'm interested in solving the problem. Could be seen as somewhat tone deaf to me. It is just, uh, is it just me or do others see that this is a big joke? For I can't think of a, a single problem Obama has ever solved. Even Obama allies are dodging being in the same place with him. The border crisis itself has a core cause, and that is Obama. Never let a good crisis go unexploited, and if you don't have a crisis to use, create one. In this case, getting the world or the word to Central America that uh, a bounty awaits them when they come to the border and cross illegally. They, of course, responded by the thousands. The Obama team quickly labeled it a humanitarian crisis so they could be perceived as being the caring party to want all illegals to receive citizenship. The ACLU, which is the automatic clueless union, shows us yet again how they hate America, illegal alien lawsuits, which could allegedly clog the United States court system for years as being predicted by the Judicial Watch and immigration advocacy groups. The American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU, oh my God, has already sued the federal government to make sure that all of the 57,000-plus illegal immigrant children who surrender to Border Patrol agents in Texas receive taxpayer-funded legal representation during the deportation hearings, as reported by the Inquisitor. uh, Immigration agency reports indicate that 46% of border crosses do not show up for deportation hearings after being released pending the proceedings. 
Now, there's a whole lot of murders already surfacing from these illegals, and we'll be, I'm sure, talking about that later on. The Minuteman Project is calling for at least 3,500 volunteers to go to the Texas border to stop the invasion of illegal immigrants. The Minuteman Project insists that all those participating in the, in the border event adhere to all laws and regulations about bearing weapons and the uh, border in general uh, rule of law. Undocumented immigrants, uh, excuse me, illegal aliens are refugee riders regardless of the label placed upon the thousands of people coming across the border illegally and being held in Texas. The open border is a major issue for both lawmakers and all Americans. Patriots around our nations are sounding the, the alarm as the Middle East and parts of Africa also pour their legions into Mexico that, so that they too can march north into the United States. Illegal immigrants picked up after sneaking across the U.S.-Mexican border and then released to await hearings or reportedly getting onto commercial planes without any ID other than a simple paper document that anyone can easily alter or reproduce. An outraged local spokesman for the National Border Patrol Council, Hector Garza, told Breitbart News the security threat from the uh, lax policy is absolutely unacceptable. We can only pray that the Minuteman Project will help put an end to something that government created. They should lock Obama in a room with all of these infected illegal parasites and turn on the gas. The Obama administration is discussing ways to end nearly all uh, deportations of illegal aliens. These plans were first revealed this spring and are now being reported in countries south of our border. This has sent a signal to thousands of children in these countries that now is the time to come to America. The lawlessness is causing an unprecedented surge in illegal aliens flowing into the southeastern United States, and your congressman needs to hear from you. Border Patrol estim estimates that more than 90,000 unaccompanied children will enter the U.S. illegally this year. Citizens must retrieve the reins of government and governance. The progressive theory of government is being injected slowly into the veins of our nation over the past 100 years. Like many drugs, it is a foreign substance to its hosts, natural processes, government lies and more lies. How much can you take? Do the lies from our government offend and affect you? The lies of the lies and the list of lies is long, and not the least of which is with the Benghazi cover-up. We have to stop Obama's Marxist based fundamental transformation of our republic. The fact that the Tea Party and conservative groups were targeted, attacked, and you know the rest. Here is my thoughts along with others. Obama is actively working towards purposely destroying America's economy in order to create a national emergency and eliminating all military personnel who would not fire on Americans. Both of these last remaining obstacles are being accomplished, and that means he can declare martial law that would keep him in office as a dictator. Our republic is being decomposed by the democracy hype that is the exact opposite. Our Constitution and Bill of Rights were framed as a result of deliberate constellations that we the people to protect against intrusions by those who want to undermine our republic. 
progressives whose basic tenets and ideology are the centralization of power, collectivism, and an ever-increasing opposition to freedom personifies the changes that have occurred in our society since the early 1900s. Progressives want to prevent the safeguard by enslaving the individual so that he, she becomes the uh, centralized and, and monopolized centralized power. A prime example of the infringement on our liberties and our freedoms comes under the guise of the educational reforms. Social engineers continue to manipulate and have attempted to control Americans from birth using our educational system to bring about planned social, political, economic change. Common Core is a classic illustration of this where they stress the need to raise children away from the influence of their parents, eliminating and vilifying any and all laws, procedures that <clears throat> interfere with operations of communist, Marxist, socialist uh, people and organizations. Now, Obama tells senior UN official, the United States will be a Muslim country by 2016. Obama has and will always be a Judeo-Christian uh, nation. Now, we want to stress that it's not going to turn into a Muslim nation. We, the people, have had enough of this corrupt and incompetent ways of the Obama administration. Americans must now stand up and put America back on the right, right track. Solid Americans have to come together and stand together to save our country. You can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. America and Americans are worth saving and support that I refer to is action and not relevant reading material. We have and we are going to take our government back and return it to a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Elected officials work for the people. We are going to fire the lifer politicians from both sides in 2014 and fight for term limits starting in 2016 with your help. We are going to get government out of the private lives and return it to the job that it was supposed to do according to the Constitution, and that is protect America and Americans. End of story. Notice I didn't say period. We are going to take our government back and return it to the government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Elected officials work for the people. I can't stress that enough. We are going to fire the lifer politicians from both sides, 2016. Now remember, we understand and we must project. Government has two jobs, protect America and Americans. End of story. There are no low-informed in America. There are only the standard, equally educated people deliberately dumbed down in American schools. With few exceptions, and especially since the ruling powers that be understand that a lower-informed public is easier to control. We must speak as though we were speaking to the 18-year-olds in order to communicate with America. Many do not see the tilted irony in the show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? And to that end, we must explain what is taking place in America to an 18-year-old. That, of course, would be secretly speaking to the older folks as well. We attract the 18-year-olds first by getting their attention. He or she is asked to defend our country all the way to even dying for it, but they still are not considered adults when they are back at home because they are not 21 years of age. When we 
state that we want to change that disrespect to honor and respect for them as adults and, in fact, make them responsible adults, including having voting rights and anything else adults are able to do, then the uh, only thing we will have is uh, their complete attention. Alcohol consumption is something that an adult can do, and if you choose to do this and you harm someone else, your pathway to 21 has just been removed, for it is your responsibility to prove that our faith in you being an adult was not wasted on a child. At that point, we introduced them to the term amnesty in this way. We can ask them to consider that if someone stole their car and got away with it for 10 to 15 years before they were caught, would they consider simply letting them go without prosecution because they didn't commit any further crimes? When they said absolutely not, then we could explain amnesty for illegal aliens. Then we could introduce them to Obamacare, and I think the best way of accomplishing that would be to first ask them if they had to go to the emergency room or to their doctor for anything. Would they mind if their bill for the treatment, which they must pay, in any amount, say $1,000, would they mind giving five times as much, in this case $5,000, for a tip each time they had to go to the doctor or emergency room? When they said absolutely not, then we could explain Obamacare. Jealousy has infected America, creating entitlements and has robbed us of our will to work and our wonderful bond with our neighbors, which existed for a hundred years prior. Why jealousy and the lack of will is so detrimental to our country might be explained to the 18-year-old by asking them that if they were considering all of their friends in high school, that one of them invented something that made that friend or fellow student extremely wealthy, would they consider that this wealthy friend, fellow student, owed to the rest of the high school friends, fellow students, their fair share of that fellow student's success and wealth? When they said absolutely not, then we could explain the lies that have been produced stating the rich should pay their fair share and that we are making a mistake when we would not consider our neighbor for president because he was only just as good as we are, not better by being wealthier and supported by the wealthy. The definition of insanity should be discussed as to the outcome for every election and that is that Americans keep doing the same things over and over, each time expecting a different outcome. Jealousy must stop before the madness of insanity can be cured. In order to place the right emphasis on job creators and the sacrifices that the job creators must endure, just to be told that they are the greedy and are among those who don't pay their fair share, I believe placing them in the equation <clears throat> would educate the best. We could start by asking them to consider what they themselves would do if they were asked what they were most passionate about, and let's say that they would borrow money, sell their car, get a bike to go back and forth to this passionate task which they chose to undertake, where they put in huge amounts of their own labor, which took years to accomplish, while each day they saw their high school friends, fellow students, walking by, laughing at them and making fun of them, working so hard, 
on the task which they were so passionate about that they would sacrifice their very life for, and finally that task, which was their passion, made them fabulously wealthy. Would they then, after achieving great wealth, call those friends, fellow students, most who walked by daily making fun of them, and say to those friends, fellow students, you, my friends and fellow students who slandered and scoffed at me when I was building my business, deserve your fair share of my wealth. When they said absolutely not, then we know that we had successfully explained the lies that have been produced stating that the rich do not pay their fair share to be redistributed among those who choose not to work. We could emphasize this by asking the 18-year-olds that when they finished their task of building that passionate dream in life, which took every ounce of effort, what would they say if everyone who chose not to pursue anything due to the fact that they were promised by the elected leader that they were entitled to their fair share of what you, any hard worker, were working for, and that when you, hard worker, were successful, that the elected leaders would take your success and redistribute it in it between those who chose to do nothing due to elected leaders' promise of them being entitled to someone else's hard work and wait for the hard worker's success. This, I believe, would hit the nail on the head in explaining how, first, that we have crooked politicians, and second, that we are responsible for ourselves and no one else should be forced to take care of us. Isaac Newton's first law of motion was an object at rest will stay at rest until acted upon by the external force. Pay people to stay at rest, and they will stay at rest. So if you are afraid to start achieving because you have remained at rest for so long and are not sure what your passion might be, then listen to Sir Isaac Newton. No great discovery was ever made without a bold guess. Trust yourself and don't be afraid of making a mistake in life. We all have to make big decisions about family, career, and personal happiness, but nobody really teaches us how. Instead, we rely on experience to give us cues. If you have been at rest for some time, then you will have to rely on mistakes to point you in the right direction. We know that our founding fathers created a republic by ensuring it with documents that have not been taught in schools in quite some time. And to give an 18-year-old a perspective of what our republic and founding documents would be like, we could explain something that might have meaning to them first. As all lower grade school students and high school students do, they will tend to like certain fellow students, and then there are certain other groups of students who will not like that or those students. However, the school had a document that stated certain things, which no student could do, such as how they would treat each of the other students, no matter if they chose to like them or dislike them. It would be fascinating to relate the difference between democracy and republic, which is by asking an entire group, after explaining the above, if they would be willing to elect a student to make certain decisions for the entire student body, regardless of what the school document requires. They would likely say that they would agree since the elected decision-making student would then be voted on by the entire student body and the majority thereof would elect the decision maker. After the election, certain students may have noticed that the elected decision-making student 
was engaged in making decisions which went against what they, the minority of the student body, felt was right. And some of the actions of that elected decision-making student even went against the original school documents. Then due to these decisions going against the grain of how they, the minority student body, believed came further investigation which uncovered the fact that not only did the elected decision-making student come from the group of students that the investigating student majority, minority student body, excuse me, did not like, but that the group which the elected decision-making student came from was the majority of the students, so the minority of the students were being forced to abide by the new rules of the decision-making student representing the majority, even though those rules defied the original school documents that protected all students. After learning of this, now legal defiance of the original school document because of majority rules, how would the minority of the 18-year-olds feel about their decision to agree that they should discard the original school document, which was protecting all students and not just the majority? Seems like this would open their eyes to how important our republic and our founding documents really are and that they would have new awareness as to what a majority rules democracy was doing to destroy our republic of all the people and for all of the people. Now I know that you can relate to the fact that I am referring to all Constitution and Bill of Rights as well as our republic, which has been slowly eroded away by government that told you democracy was the same as a republic, which are all lies. And even 18-year-olds will see that when we, the American people, allow our elected officials to discard our Constitution and Bill of Rights, we, the people, have no rights, period. Oh, and my period really means period and not an Obama lie, as he has in indoctrinated the word period to be a lie for himself. And there is so much more to ask, and who knows who would be learning from the questions and answers in our discussions, which may do well on YouTube, even if they were not 18 anymore. Right now, however, I have two very intelligent partners on this show Mr. Michael Talley and Dr. Mark Davis, both, I am very proud to call friends and fellow patriots. So, do you come in first here, Michael Talley? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Excellent morning. opening. I'm going to modify and add to a couple of your points. The one about Obama refusing to visit the border when he was in Texas, his claim and his words are he's not interested in photo ops. I mean, he should have told it to the blonde that Michelle got upset at when he took a selfie at that meeting uh, a couple months ago now. Anybody not interested in photo ops, if you made up a list, Obama's name would not be on there. And like we stated last week, if you consider yourself African-American and Italian-American or Muslim-American, you're African, Italian, or a Muslim. So i got to say that Obama, our African president, I could also call him a Muslim president illegal aliens are making hotels for them now they're allowed to fly commercially without an id as you had indicated uh, pennsylvania even wants to give driver's license to illegals which is just absolutely ridiculous these people are going to vote themselves out of office if the smart people actually come out and vote 2014 2016 you have uh african Sheila Jackson Lee saying that the border is under control. I mean, she could not be more in our African Obama's president's back pocket. Uh, and of course, 
you know, Obama, uh, true to form, blames the whole thing on Republicans and Bush. I mean, I'm not even going to go into that. You've got a lot of communities pushing back against the, the housing child immigrants. I fully expect a bus to be going up and down my street saying, well, you had a big house. You got a couple extra bedrooms. Here, take a couple kids. Would not yeah. surprise me for a second. And all they're doing is saying all these illegal, what they call undocumented children, all these illegal immigrants are children. No, they aren't. 20 to 25 percent are children, according to their own numbers. And that's saying they've got 90,000 children coming over. Well, that means 450,000 people altogether. So which number is right, 450,000 or the 20 percent being children? I mean, it goes on and on. This is amazing. It's an effort and another step in Obama destroying the country. And I agree with what you say about creating the crisis, creating martial law, him not stepping down in 2016. The only thing indicated he may step down is he's pushing Elizabeth Warren. And again, uh, dissing the hildebeest that him and Michelle call Hillary Clinton turning against her when I'm sure they had an arrangement made. Yeah, I'm going to make you Secretary of State, and I'll, I'll support you for election in 2016. The Clintons, the Obamas, dislike each other intensely. And I'm rattling on and on. Doctor, what are your thoughts? Well, I agree with both of you. First, it was an excellent introduction. Second, Mike, you're right on point. Uh, over 300,000 people have come across the border since October 2013. As he said, about... 20, 25% of them, that means around 60,000 plus are children. Uh, now, as you noted, hundreds of cities are protesting uh, the uh, push to bring these children in. Here in Maryland, there were four locations that were put together so far, and then moving ahead on that, we have a he- heavily uh, blue state here. Uh, O'Malley's getting a lot of heat for this. The $3.7 billion uh, that they're requesting by the Obama administration is just a start not the finish of how much money they're going to need. Obama said deportations are up. They're down, as reported this morning. But even worse now, there's a medical crisis coming in. Uh, children are bringing in influenza and other medical problems that will be introduced into cities where there's many unvaccinated children in this country uh, because of the push that there's uh, mercury in vaccines and things like that. Many parents are reticent to give their kids vaccines now. Uh, thanks to people like Jenny McCarthy, which is another whole subject. But anyway, so there could be a health disaster going through the country. Uh, we may see outbreaks of measles, mumps, chicken pox. Even one case of pneumonic plague, which is a form of bubonic plague, has come around the border. So that that's a big deal. The money that they're spending right now, they were going to build a hotel for these immigrants, uh, but that was pushed down when people heard about it. Everything Obama's administration has been doing is very surreptitious. They're doing it in quiet, in the dark, non-transparent. And at the end of the day, we really don't know how many people have come in. All these numbers are coming across the the screen are from the government issue. And for all we know, maybe there were 600,000 that came across. Uh, The president of Honduras had come on our border and said, well, I want to make sure our people are being taken care of properly. And Honduras is now asking for money to help stop the illegal uh, trade coming up. So we have a really, really bad situation. And much of this stems from 2012 when Obama passed the executive order uh, indicating that people coming from Central America, especially children, can stay here if they put a foot on their so- uh, on the soil here. So uh, we have a problem. It's not going to be solved anytime soon. The Republicans do not want to go ahead with immigration reform, as we know, uh, for good reason, too. Uh, of course, that... The Democrats only want amnesty in that bill, and the Republicans don't. I heard Rubio speak yesterday. He's disingenuous. He initially wanted amnesty for everybody. Now he's backtracking, and I don't think he'll ever be president at this rate, at least not in my lifetime. What do you guys think? You know, Russia is so adamant about how stupid we are. They don't. They make push down now to Cuba and coming back to our actually given about
32, David. they actually gave them forgiveness over that so they could come back in and and start their spy operations there. It's, it's incredible. They, they have no respect for the United States at all. We're weak. We're, sunk. We're yeah. seen as a failing nation. Yeah. Well, with the, to kind of uh, add on to the point the doctor made about uh, distributing all these illegal immigrants, they're being sent around on planes, on buses, with diseases, and these planes and buses are now going back carrying legal U.S. citizens, giving them all the diseases they found that these kids came in with. And that's just going to be another epidemic. You know, we don't vaccinate for some of these things anymore. We've wiped them out in the states. But these people coming in, adults, kids, whoever they are, uh, bringing disease with them, the little disease bombs, plus Obama, the Democrats, are bringing these people in that will be of voting age, 2016. And you know they're not going to vote Republican. We need to get rid of the rhinos. We need to elect people in 2014 that are actually going to go in and do something, not just be a puppet. That's just being foolish. You know, Eric, Eric Cantor gave me that hope when he got fired by his own uh, voting base there and re- David Pratt. And hopefully... America is waking up to the fact that rhino is the same thing as a Democrat. They just get up there and they float back and forth, and they're and it's all for their own pocketbook and to simply turn their backs on our country. It's amazing. I cannot believe that any American can if they get elected uh, to uh, protect our country or not. How they could do that. How they could take that mindset. I mean, how we, we I know how they're uh, blanketing and and getting people to vote who are not alive and putting people on buses and let them vote over and over. We have a, a complete black community that from 1957, 17% of the, of the black American children lived in a home with their mother but not their father. By 2010... That had increased 50%. In 1965, only 8% of the childbirths in black communities occurred out of wedlock. In 2010, that figure went 41%. And today, the out-of-wedlock childbirth in black community sits at an astonishing 72%. But we cannot understand that they're being used as pawns. They give them a little free stuff, you take away all of their will, and they now are entitled to whatever someone else earns. There is no way to let them understand we're just going to have to take the crushing majority and take back this country. We're not going to be able to convince that 97 or whatever it is percent it's getting the free stuff. And you got a different answer? Boy, I'd love to hear it. No, that's the way it is. You know, they'll never understand that they're, not, they're trained at home. I mean, you got Common Core coming into the schools saying that uh, you know, George Washington is a, a terrorist. Uh, they're saying they're having the kids write papers on the Holocaust proving that it does not and never happened. It doesn't exist. You know, we've got people, liberals, the, the people from the 60s that hated the country are now uh, college professors. They're now de- uh, Congress people. These are the people that have been waiting to destroy the country. Well, and, I, I invite people to go to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, where I've been with my daughter, and to see the actual cruelty the Germans inflicted on the Jews uh, during the 1930s and 1940s, if they don't believe the Holocaust exists, there's much evidence to prove otherwise. So that's a big lie. Uh, the thing I was going to say is they're seeding 
the uh, cities with these illegal immigrant children. These schools will be overwhelmed. Jurisdictions do not have the money. They don't have the resources to educate these children. Here in, in Maryland, they're setting up two high schools in Prince George's County, which is South Maryland, of illegals, one for illegals that are still are here presently and one for the ones coming. And they're taking our tax dollars to do it. Our real estate taxes here are burgeoning, and part of those taxes, of course, go to schools. And we just can't afford it anymore. We don't have the money. If you go into Pennsylvania where they're trying to seed, they have a special school tax. People are giving up their homes up there. I know one person specifically, uh, in laws of my daughter, have to give up their house. They can't afford the school tax. So school we're, tax seeing, we're seeing a metamorphosis uh, in, in change way. Uh, taxes are being parlayed out to people that don't deserve the money and should not be here, and that's that's basically how I see it. Yeah, I've been to the Holocaust Museum down in D.C., and it's it's extremely interesting. They kind of funnel you into a, a tighter area as it goes on so you get the feel of what happened to these people. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience to go to. Yeah, yeah. And as far as the school taxes go, uh, even before they brought all the illegal aliens in, yeah. and those schools you mentioned are probably going to be teaching in languages other than English, because yeah. yeah. they don't require they learn English. Yeah. Obama's suing companies because they're insisting their employees learn to speak English. Yeah. I mean, the, the, he's suing people, individuals, for doing things that he just doesn't like personally. Yeah. But yet they can't do anything about the IRS, Fast and Furious, Benghazi, the NSA spying. And this list goes on and on. You can't do anything about that. But he can sue somebody that puts a uh, float up that he thinks looks like him. An 80-year-old guy, he's going to sue him. Yeah, he's tough then. This guy's the biggest pansy we've ever had for a president. Do you notice how successful right behind him. Michael, he got off the front page, all the scandals, and now we have the border crisis on the front page. All the other scandals have been diminished in comparison to this one. As, as you're reinforcing, it's exactly what Obama is. He's a trickster. He's able to run around uh, and put ideas into people's minds that the the Republicans are complaining for everything. We're holding up immigration reform, the tax investigations, as you mentioned. Uh, they can't uncover what's happening there, but but they can uncover, uh, you know, what, what's happening. Uh, in the have the Democrats looking into the Republicans' backyard and trying to get them uh, to go, you know, to do things that they don't want to do. For example, for, as an example, I don't get lost in my thought. Uh, the election is coming up, and already the Democrats are beating down on the Republicans and negative, especially here in Maryland, and negativity in terms of campaign contributions and where they go with the money. So the Democrats are on the march right now to beat the Republicans. And are we fighting back? Nah, not at all. A party of no. A party of no. They've got that sold to the low informed because yeah. the Democrats do not get 100% of what they want if the, the if the Republicans have the courage, the kahunas, to stand up yeah. against what is bad for the country, right. then they are the party of no, because the Democrats are not getting their way. That's the most ridiculous thing in the world. And when you brought up the fact that now we're not talking about Benghazi, and now we're not talking about all the other corruptions in, in, in the IRS and blah, blah, blah. That is exactly what the plan is. And he is a trickster. I love the words that you came out with, yeah. uh, Dr. Davis. He is a trickster. He has been taught to manipulate from acorn forward. He has been taught to create a crisis or use a crisis and to get the, the focus from the low informed off. And that goes all the way back to what we were talking about earlier, the common core senseless uh, education. Look at Megyn Kelly, who, who uh, interviewed Bill Ayers. Now, can you imagine? Even the, the media uh, now has uh, beginning to take some kind of notice, with the exception of the one that just got to firing the guy who, who stood up and... and talked about what I talked about just a moment ago with the black Americans' problems are initiated by black America, who has been uh, gravitating to the poor and the downtrodden because they have been accepting the freebies and determining for themselves they're not going to work. Now, 
for that person to be fired, I think it was CNN or someplace that fired the guy. He's been on on Fox News and a couple other uh, uh, media outlets there that are talking about what he was actually revealing, and it was the truth. Well, you're not supposed to tell the truth in the regular mainstream media. And going back to this Bill Ayers thing with Megyn Kelly, can you imagine Bill Ayers is a a person who cannot be fired as a uh, as as a professor in a, in a university? Him and his wife, who are the the something underground, weather underground, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. who who is actually uh, they're they're actually terrorists, but they're but well, they're. I mean, it's also interesting people. to note that uh, old Valerie Jarrett, our Iranian uh, embassy, our Iranian-born advisor to Obama, yeah. Obama and Valerie Jarrett are celebrating Ramadan <laughs> instead of Christian holidays. They have a big deal about Ramadan going on. When are people going to realize we have a Muslim? African miscreant for a president. He hates exactly. the but, country. You know, you know, we've talked about this on, on pre- previous shows. He's actually forbidden the Christians to come into the White House and have their normal uh, day that uh, most every other president has uh, uh, cherished. But he was quick to get down on his knees and uh, those silly-ass days where they they look in a certain direction or something and have a bunch of, of Muslims in there with him to uh, to show his appreciation, kind of like he wrote in his book, when going gets tough, tough for them Muslims, I'm going to be for them Muslims. Uh, you know, he writes in his books exactly what he is. He's got to be corrected on mainstream media for saying what religion he is. Uh, that You know, that McCain hasn't said anything about my Muslim religion. And I forget the interviewer's name. You mean Christian? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Christian religion. Well, he made the same mistake when he said uh, he's been to almost every one of the 57 states in the United States. How can anybody not know he's not American, he's Muslim, he hates the country? Even bringing in these illegals in, another form of wealth redistribution. Take tax money from people that are actually working, because you don't take tax money from people that are working or on the public dole. Take that money. Take more from them. Increase your taxes. Now he's going to Delaware saying that there's, we need more infrastructure money. Well, that's what his money was supposed to go to when he joked in Congress, well, I guess we didn't have enough shovel-ready projects as we thought. And everybody cracks up and laughs. Get a grip. People start listening to what's going on. We have no idea where the stimulus and TARP money went. We can't account for most of it, but we, it was channeled to unions, as the uh, social media has talked about. It's been channeled to entitlements, and if we give this man $3.7 billion plus, he's going to send it to entitlements again, and, and what a waste of, waste of money. My idea is to send them back when they come in the border, put them on a plane, bus, boat, whatever, send them back, back south. They, they have special rights. They get due process rights. How does a non-citizen get due process rights? Bob is saying, oh, everybody gets a due process right. They get to stay here. And when they give them a court date, they don't show up anyway for the for the hearing. So well, what are we doing down there? It's just a, a mess. And he wouldn't go to the border. You know why he wouldn't go to the border? Because he had another fundraiser in Texas to go to. It was insane. Rick Perry invited him down there. He said no. And I wrote it in a couple articles about about what's going on on the borders. It, it, it's a mess. But I'll tell you something. You don't hear anything about IRS scandal now. It's not a big deal. Uh, subpoenaed records from Lois Leonard and all these other people, they're all gone. All the information has disappeared. So you yes, can't indeed. get us. Nothing. There's no smoking on the leaves to the White House. And we all know it came out of the White House. Yeah, and, and every one of those scandals, just like that, they're just being hummed over. But, you know, to get back to what you just got through saying, you know, we've given hundreds of millions of dollars to those Central American countries, yeah. and we could just say, wait just a minute, hey, we're going to cut the funding. I, I don't understand why that is not the most logical step. To, to shake your finger just is proving that Obama created this. He created this for his disaster to do just exactly what he tried to do 
with the Eric Holder Fast and Furious thing. Wanted to create a crisis to get his agenda accomplished. Uh, Fast and Furious to get rid of guns. You've got to take the guns away before you can be a dictator because people will shoot your ass if you're, if you're going to try to take their country away from them. And the same thing with this uh, border crossing. He wants America to be reduced to a third world country. He does not. He's, he's apologized around the world, vowed to, to uh, the Islamic uh, people and saying, oh, you know, we're, we're sorry for uh, being a, a nasty old country. He does not ever mean anything that he says. When he draws a line, that's a joke. You know, it's, we're, we're funding each time the wrong side. But you, you understand either side would be the wrong side. If you went over there and tried to give shotguns to all of the women because they're being abused, they would turn around and shoot you. They, there is not an effect that you're going to, to cause for them to understand of what free country is. I'm sure they try to escape to come over here, but look at the, at the, the eight or nine million of the Muslims that Obama opened the back door for over here right now. That's where a great many of the uh, uh, terrorists are, are being are evolving from. You know, need I say Boston or? They're already here. They're already on the property. They don't have to cross the borders. There are cells everywhere. And we, when we put an eye on them, like the local police departments, Eric Holder jumps forward and says, you can't do that. You're discriminating against these people. We know they're in New York City. We know they're in Texas. We know they're in California. They're just waiting for the word from the hierarchy to go ahead and start bombing us. And Obama doesn't give a damn. He thinks if there's a war, we lose a third of our population. It's okay because there's another 200 million people living here. The, those are the kind of game statistics they put out there every so often if you're reading the kind of media that I read. But but more than that, it's, this is more than just about money. It's about people and places and things that are being destroyed by a president who's already metamorphed this country into something uh, that he wanted away from the founders' uh, idea what the country should be. So here we are and, you know, uh, on this day, the 17th, or whatever, and... Uh, we're thinking about Obama's destroying the country, and no one's doing anything about it. We still have a president out of control, and we have 535 members of Congress who have not put the brakes on his actions. Rainer, oh, he the... won't even let us go into the mosques like we used to. We were going yeah. into the mosque in New York trying to find out what's going on. Yeah. Now they've stopped that. You can't yeah. go into a mosque, yeah. but I'm sure you can go into a Catholic church any place you want. Oh, yeah. It's not a mosque. You can't imagine uh, the foolishness that real strong Americans like the three of us on this radio program feel about the John Boehner of the world here. And, you know, he was actually uh, caressing and bringing up Eric Cantor to take his place. I am so glad that Eric Cantor got the shown the door. And, and, a, and a like David Bratt took over. Uh, we, we need a bunch of trade gowdies to flood the place over there. We cannot say, because somebody has an R by their name, that they're for America. I mean, the Lindsey Grahams, the Mitch McConnells, the John McCain's, look, there's no worse one out there than John McCain, who was selected to run against Obama, and he was now, I have no qualms about Sarah Palin. She's a fine lady, and et cetera, et cetera. But that was the, the I might say, the straw that broke the straw man's back. He uh, picked her as a running mate. He was, he was designed to lose. That was the... Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more. He was picked by the liberal media, by yeah. the Dems, to lose. And we cannot let that happen again. Exactly. They picked two softball candidates, first McCain, then Romney. And in the debates, they really didn't fight back against Obama, even though Obama lost those debates horribly. Uh, the, the left-wing needed to know he won the debates. That's, that, that was not true. If you listen to the, to the analysis on Fox as compared to CNN, you were thinking you're watching a different debate. 
from what 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 I heard anyway. And and these guys, as good as they were in the past, uh, they shouldn't have been up there. We needed somebody like Trey Gaddy, like you guys said. We needed somebody strong who had a will to fight back. And we don't fight back as conservatives. We, we do on this liberal on radio show. Sure. Yeah. You can't let the libs and the dems choose the debate moderators. Candy yeah. Crawley was terrible. Actually getting involved in debate. Yeah. Digging up for Obama, lying for him. Yeah. Saying, oh, we did use the word terrorist in the Rose Garden. And then making everybody that was watching it think that she was just being a fair moderator and speaking the truth. She's a lying liberal Democrat. Can't be moderating any more debates at yeah, all. She retracted ever. that later on, by the way. She was, yeah, too she late was, by then, though. Yeah, after no one can hear it. <laughs> right. Do you, do, do either of you believe that Dr. Ben Carson is being, uh, you might say, rehearsed to do the John McCain thing for 2016? Uh, of course, he is a world-renowned neurosurgeon. He received Medal of uh, Freedom at the White House with the then president. Yes. Medal of Freedom he, he's not as great as people he think. He did one top. procedure back in the 1980s, uh, separating kids at the brain. When he went over to a Singapore to do a surgery, the surgery failed, and you didn't hear anything about that. Uh, he was a, he's a good guy, no doubt, in, in the surgical field. But as a politician, he doesn't know his feet from his backside. And he was supposed to give the commencement address at John Hopkins University. He's sending something about gays on the Fox News. They pulled him from there. He He's not politically uh, correct in a lot of things not, that he's not only that, And or not he, rehearsed, like you said. He's not yeah. a rehearsed guy. He's going to be another softball candidate to get to get somebody in there like Hillary or uh, another person. But, or think, equivalent. Think, but think about what your biggest point was to me early on in, in another radio program, and that is... If he was this wonderful person, and he is a surgeon, blah, 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 doing all the nice things, uh, he should have been the, you know, right up there on the top echelon of knowing about this Obamacare and all of the fallacies and the scam it was. Right. Why did he keep his mouth shut all the yeah. way through and up through yeah. action of 2012, then to come out and start talking about Obamacare? Yeah. Now, why did he hold that a secret? I certainly yeah. believe, just like we just got through talking about, yeah. I believe that he is the next John McCain to run against yeah. the uh, hippo, hippo Hillary. And yeah. I'm sure that, that Hippo Hillary is already going to be their nominee. It's, uh, it's the, uh, the world order, the meeting of the Bilderbergs. They, yeah. they already know she's going to be there. So, I, And I think he's the chosen one to be the John McCain. What do you think? Well, we uh, can't let them choose our candidate. I understand. Up there. No, we're not choosing anything. Sit we're back and chose it for before. It. before we go off the air, I just wanted to mention something. The three mega um, billionaires, uh, Bill Gates, Adelson, and uh, Warren Buffett, they wrote an op-ed piece in the New York Times earlier in the week about how we need amnesty for these illegals. Uh, they're completely out of touch with reality. Two of them are in their 80s. Bill Gates is 58 years old, and I'm, I'm saying the mega billionaires are behind Obama. How much chance does the general population have? Well, you know why they're back there, and I and I did uh, a part of the show about this a while back. The mega billionaires need government because they need their monopoly. The only way they can get their monopoly is for regulation for them to pay off the regulators. I mean, think about it. Just just, just one that I'm involved with, the, the, uh, F, the, the FHA, the F, excuse me, FDA, and how they are against my own industry. You know, it's the idea that you have the mega uh, bucks and you, and you pay, you get to rent your regulators. I mean, here, here we are right now coming down to the wire again, and, uh, God, we need another hour. But it's a, it's a critical mass, and I, I see America picking up. We keep talking about the Eric, Eric Cantor thing and then the, the militia coming down to the borders and, and uh, the, the uh, guy, uh, <clears throat> gee, I never can think of his name over, uh, who was defend the uh, federal agents were going after him over in Nevada. Was it Nevada or? Clyde Bundy. 
Yeah, Bundy, yeah. <laughs> but it's incredible. Listen, guys, I love both of you. We are going to do this again next Thursday, and, gosh, we just keep getting more and more truthful and more and more truth out there, and I appreciate it. we got to go national. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Thank you, gentlemen. Right. Thanks, guys. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.